0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from
1: first arkansas bank and trust member fdic
0: alonzo hampton joining us coach welcome how are you what's going on
1: hey nothing much Just getting off the practice <laughs> still it's trying to get cool down we got a little uh, thunderstorm so everybody's starting to cool off now there
0: you go we got yeah we got a temperature respite today how are you guys handling camp when it's related to the heat here
1: Uh, Obviously, we're just starting to take more breaks, uh, giving them more uh, Gatorade, more fuel, more liquid IV, things of that nature. Just being smart, uh, cutting back on some of the team periods, and uh, just making sure those guys are hydrated uh, and and getting their proper rest and nutrition and recovery time.
0: Are you going in the morning typically right now, or are you guys mixing it up?
1: No, no, man. We're all morning uh, right now. Uh, We hit the field about – nine o'clock for scratch and we're done by 11
0: 15 you guys didn't get much <laughs> respect in the preseason polls did you let your team know about that do you uh use that as motivation
1: well obviously i mean we shouldn't have gotten much respect i mean they got a new head coach in the building you don't get new head coaches for winning. most times you get them because the program's losing hmm. so uh we expected that and and rightfully so so we embrace it uh we're not uh disappointed i mean My football players, my coaching staff, our administration, we know where we're at as a program. And when you come off of a losing season the way we did, you shouldn't be at the bottom. you got to earn your way to get to the top. But guess what? We're excited about the opportunity to go out there and compete each and every day. And uh, our kids uh, believe in what we're doing. And so we're excited about just showing everybody who the Golden Lions are. We're not worried about the rankings because at the end of the day, the last time I checked, you didn't get a – a trophy for winning preseason, uh, uh, champions.
0: <laughs> so when you have a season like last year, and obviously it's a new you know coaching staff and a new you know era for the football program, do you go back and look at what happened last year much at all, or do you sort of wash wash your hands of that?
1: Well, I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched one full game, and and you know for to me, I wanted to come in here and get every kid on my roster opportunity to show me what they could do. Okay, and I thought that was the right thing to do, but obviously as you move forward, and then you start watching guys participate. We went through spring ball, and then uh, we had an interview with every player afterwards and kind of you know, told them what we thought they were in our program. Some guys decided to move on. We didn't have a lot of guys move on, but they had some good talent here on the roster. And, and if you go back and watch some of the games uh, from last year, from what I'm told, I mean, they were in most games. So it, it's not like uh, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, we just got to come in and, and, and You know, refocus and and re-energize our fan base, re-energize our our student-athletes and make them understand it is a standard you have to play to. It's a standard that you have to practice uh, to. And that's what they haven't done consistently over time. So what we're trying to do right now is change the foundation of losing, okay? we got to build a foundation of winning. And where it starts is on the practice field, in the classroom, and in the community. And we're excited about that part, and our kids are doing a good job.
0: What are the areas of greatest strength with the Lions going into the season, in your opinion?
1: Well, well obviously you got three starters back on the O line. Uh and you can add another guy that played a lot. So our O line, they finished second in the league in rushing. Uh so that would have to be an area of strength for us. I mean, defensive they finished dead last in almost every category. We got work to do on that side of the ball. And you know, obviously you got one or two players that that, you know, made plays and so it's our job. As a new coaching staff is to get the ball to the playmakers. It it, it's no different. The game is won up front on the O line, D line, and the good part about it, we do have some good O linemen and um, you know D line. We got a couple guys back that played part last year, so our program will always be built on our O line and D line. All that other stuff is for the fans. All those small guys and quarterbacks, you know, pulling the trigger. Oh, that's good. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we want to be tough-minded. And everything that we do is going to start up shut.
0: How much different does the program look and how much different does the league look from the time you were there before back in 2006
1: to 10? So I'll tell you what what the league has done since I left here is you got better coaches all around and these guys are coaching at a high level and I tell people this this you can say this is HBCU football you can say this is swag football this is football these coaches can coach. And that's why I had to go out. We we, we got really good coaches on my staff. And and so what I've seen is the jump from coaches. and now these guys are bringing in systems in place that you see all around the country with the tempo and and things of that nature. And so that's where the league is really taking a change. And now you're going to get guys that are unorthodox. You take a Deion Sanders. Nobody thought he could do it. Well, guess what? All he does is win. The guy's a motivator. He came in Jackson State. You know, he did some great things. He was proving at a, a level that people said he couldn't do. But guess what? Now times are changing. It's all about the person at the head of the program. You talk about the chancellor. You talk about the athletic director and, and, the, and the head coach. You can flip a program quickly if you have enough energy, enough juice, and people are buying what you're selling. And obviously we're going to buy more if you win more. And that's what I tell my kids. Everybody's sleeping on the golden lines, and that's fine. We got to earn our way every single day. And that's our motto, man. We're on never a never-ending journey on our way to find way to become better today than we were yesterday.
0: UAPB head football coach Al- <clears throat> Alonzo Hampton with us, Coach. Who's your quarterback?
1: So we don't have a quarterback. We got three of them. I mean, real work in progress. We have a moving depth chart, okay? And that's the other thing. Our depth chart changes daily. If you don't practice the way you should play, okay, it'll move. It's called an organizational chart. We won't know who the star is. We got three guys. Uh, two of them played last year. One of them, uh, I think, he broke his ankle. The other one, he got hurt in the game. So we got guys that got playing experience. Then we had another young man that was highly rated. He had to sit out last year. So uh, all three of those guys are doing a good job of competing. But, it, I mean, we're far from naming any starters. We don't have a starter in any position. we got players. We call organizational charts. We grade them every day. And, that's, and, the, and the depth chart changes according to how they practice. You have to earn the right to become the starter on a daily basis around
0: here coach you were most recently at louisiana monroe your alma mater you spent time though at oregon florida state and arkansas in various roles when you're with the power fives i mean what were some things from those experiences you took away that uh you're able to implement you know i know i know it'd be nice to have some of the the travel uh, advantages you get at that level but what, what are some things you took from those experiences that you can bring back and use at uapb
1: Yes, we have to think outside the box. Like, we, we can't have all the nutritional things that we had at those places because we had money. We don't have all the people that's in the uh, recruiting department. We don't have all the coaches. I mean, I think you can, you, you're can allowed to have up to, like, 13 coaches, 10 full-time and three GAs. Well, guess what? Man, we only got seven. But at the end of the day, you know what? Well, we ain't going to complain about it. We we knew we took the job what it was. So – from that perspective, what we got to do is, is we got to use our students here on campus. Man, we got to have a program and we got to be passionate about what we do. Uh, me and my coaching staff, man, I, I go to Caviteer and eat every day. Man, I'm the most accessible coach. on. When I say I'm one of the coaches that's more accessible, all of our coaches here at the University of Arkansas, Time Bluff, men's and women, like we have to get out and we got to get our hands dirty. So I'm so glad I was a high school coach in this state because I can do multiple things at the same time. And I enjoy it. So, man, we just go find guys that want to help us and young ladies that want to be a part of our program. And that's what we've done to kind of close that gap. You know, obviously, uh, man, I was at USF. Man, we won 11 games, the most in the history of the program. How did we do it? We it together. Okay? It was a brotherhood. It was a coaching staff. It was administration. Everybody getting on the same page. And nobody uh, turning their collar down. If if a piece of paper needs to be picked up off the floor, then you pick it up. And so – that's the one thing I take away from being at a power five. We don't have all the resources, but what we do have is you got want to. And every guy I hired, I asked him, I said, you sure you're built for this now? <laughs> you're your own GA. <laughs> you're your own uh, janitor at times. <laughs> so uh, the guys I hired, they understood the calling that, that we've been assigned, and, and we're excited about it.
0: <laughs> Coach, you're in Oregon for a year. What do you think about Oregon going to the Big Ten?
1: Hey, Coach, uh, I can tell you this. The Big Ten is fabulous. My son played for Coach Fitz uh, at Northwestern for two years. He started, won, uh, played in two Big Ten championships. At the end of the day, the Big Ten is national football. I think it's exciting for Oregon. Oregon's a program that needs need no introduction. They're going to compete no matter what they do. Phil Knight does a tremendous job. I remember being in the booth on game days. He was right down there below with a headset on. So Oregon's going to be fine. USC's going to fine. College football is going to be fine. The only thing I worry about is the student-athletes. You know, we're putting more demands on them. We're putting more travel on them, things of that nature. But the game of football is going to be fine. we just got to understand that we got to think about these student-athletes and kind of, you know, we want to do all this stuff for the media rights and, and, and the TV and all the money. That's fine, but let's not forget about uh, the mental health as well and travel, kids being able to get their rest from traveling across country. That's what I kind of wear myself with.
0: Coach, I can tell by the looks on my co-host's faces that they were thinking the same thing, and I'm going to ask it about your son's experience at Northwestern. Did he have a good experience with Coach Fitz?
1: Coach, he loved it. We loved it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Coach Fitzgerald is an outstanding uh, coach. He's an outstanding man. My son was there for four years. He graduated, and then he decided to leave on his own this year to go to Tulane to get his master's degree with another coach here. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Hmm. It was nothing wrong with what his experience was. It was just time for him to move on. He wanted to go get his master's at another that's place. It. And so um, I respect those coaches and what they do. It's very unfortunate. And I can't tell you uh, from those kids' perspective how they saw it, that's how they felt. And, and we all know you can't tell somebody how to feel. So if they saying that's how they felt and what happened to them, hey, that my hand's off of it. Yeah. I asked my son. I said, you okay? That's it. I worry about my son, but mm-hmm. I do worry about collectively as a whole. But uh, those still his teammates, those still his brothers. He loved them. He talked to them. And I'm friends with most of them on Twitter. And I got a lot of them phone numbers. They're, they're good young men. It's very unfortunate and what has happened. Uh, man, that place uh, is, was built on a lot of hard work. And, and those coaches have done a good job. Man, it's just very unfortunate that that situation
0: came out. Well, I'm glad your son's getting a, an opportunity in graduate school. Also, he gets to wow. go from Evanston, Illinois, to New Orleans. I mean, that's a uh, pretty big step up, I would say, from a culture standpoint. So hope he enjoys it down there. A little better weather, too. Uh, 24 yeah. days, Coach. I mean, I'll you st- tell you what, yeah? now. Yeah, yeah.
1: The weather, the weather was the main part
0: because it was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the Eaton's a little bit better down there, too, let's be honest. So, uh, you guys, you're taking over a new program, and you get a little bit less time to prepare before your first game. 24 days away with a Thursday start against Tulsa. Give me uh, kind of the, the points of emphasis these next few weeks before you guys get going. Man, we just
1: got to continue to get better as a program. Offensively, we just got to continue to uh, refine what we're doing. Uh, we want to put our kids in the best position to be successful. Defensively, obviously, we got to be able to stop the run and eliminate the big ball. And, you know, we got a lot of kids that, that's out. You know, just like everybody across the country, man, it's been so hot. We got some kids that were kind of dehydrated and they had to take a day off here, a day there. And so we're just trying to get those guys back. And I, I told everybody in our program, man, when you're building something, it's going to take a little time. So our goal is to get better every single day. And as we continue to work towards Tulsa, and I haven't even watched any film, man, I'm so consumed with my players and our coaching staff that I haven't had a chance to watch them guys. Mm-hmm. yet. Like we we'll are just to Tulsa when we get to Tulsa. But man, we added probably another 20 some kids here uh, in the fall camp. And we're trying to get those kids integrated into our program as well. So uh, it's been very exciting, man. And, um, you know, obviously, we'll get to Tulsa in, in the next uh, week and a half, and then we'll start honing in on what they're doing.
0: Well, coach, listen, I appreciate the time very much. Good luck. We're going to get you on again here down the road, but uh, good luck the next few weeks, and we'll talk to you again here soon.
1: Man, I appreciate you guys. You guys do a fabulous job, and you all know I'm a lumberjack at the heart, man. I've been listening <laughs> to one of those 3.7 debugs for a long time. Brother, me and Bo Henry, we, we had them lumberjacks <laughs> ready on Friday night. Listen to you guys.
0: I love it. I love it, Coach. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you. Good luck.
1: Yes, sir. Have a great nice day. All right.
0: Take Thank care. Thank you. That was fun. Yes. we I to get him on again. I like the uh, bundle of energy.